Welcome to One Strain at a Time, a podcast created by bud tenders for bud tenders to give insight into popular strains consumers need to know about, as well as a platform to share experiences selling cannabis and advocating for causes within the industry. This episode is sponsored by 421store.com. 421store provides premium essentials for cannabis connoisseurs through quality, convenience, and luxury accessories. Use discount code OSAAT to get 20% off your next purchase. Our guest for this episode is Megan Servad from Seattle, Washington, and this is your host, Lewis Brunson. Thank you so much, Megan, for joining us today. Um, what strain did you choose for us to try and why? Uh, today I chose Candyland Cookies by Treehawk Farms. Treehawk Farms is a tier three producer out of Chimicum, Washington on the Olympic Peninsula. They are a huge farmland at 200 acres um, and they're pretty interesting. During COVID, the LCB laws were loosened and the owner, uh, Jason Olson, took his kids onto the property. So he let them go around, taught them a little bit about cannabis, made it not so much of a taboo topic. Um, They are pretty top shelf in my opinion and that's one of the reasons I selected them. Thank you very much. And which dispensary did you purchase that from? And how would you rate your general retail experience? I got it from Trees Pot Shop up north in Greenwood, Seattle. I go there frequently for their refined concentrate selection for all you dabbers out there. Their staff is always super sweet, usually having great conversations, just kind of shooting the stuff with them. And thank you so much for that, Megan. And now we kind of get to the fun part of this where we get to kind of examine, you know, smell the weed, squeeze it, you know, kind of review the packaging. How does it look? How does it smell? This is definitely my favorite part of bud tending. Um, Treehawk has really nice, simple packaging. They change the colors depending on the strain. Uh, Just keep it nice and easy on the eyes. And the weed got nice, pretty dense nugs, light green with some purple hues, pretty baby orange hairs, a nice uh, sweet, gassy smell. God, I love this. (laughs) Well, that definitely makes me want to try it now after that description. Um, Just out of curiosity, though, are there any medical benefits associated with this strain? So Candyland Cookies is also just known as the classic Candyland strain. Um, The dominant terpene in it is going to be caryophylline. And what's interesting about this terpene is that it's the only terpene that is able to activate a cannabinoid receptor. That would be your CB2 receptor. It reduces inflammation, causes relaxation, and tempers anxiety. So it's a really good strain if you just need to chill, relax, uh, just take your mind off things. All right, drum roll. It's about that time for us to try this out. See what the goods are all about. (laughs) This is my favorite part. Uh, So we have rolled up a joint. We have also loaded the bong. Um, These are two of my favorite ways to consume. I actually don't know how to roll. Um, So Lewis here did that for us (laughs) when I was uh, 17. I had a little snot-nosed boy tell me it was unattractive that I didn't know how to roll so on principle I decided to not learn just a little easier but uh here we go 
like always, super smooth. I'm getting some light gassiness. Honestly, uh, my palette isn't always the best. When I bartended, I had a manager uh, who would get kind of mad at me because I was not super great at being able to differentiate the profiles in wine. It is something that I try to focus on. Uh, I try to look up strains a little heavier and learn more about them so I can have a little bit better knowledge with my customers uh, since that is unfortunately not my strongest. No, for sure. You can definitely taste the purple in it though. And <clears throat> to me, it's super duper smooth, but that's the one thing I've noticed with Treehawk with any of their strains. I mean, I think they do like a purple tie. That's like a really good slapper. It's like a heavy indica too. To be completely honest, I'm more excited about trying this Candyland cookies because like Jason's the homie. And so like I've tried a lot of their other strains, but the Candyland was always the one that I kind of never really tried as much just because I've always been a fan of like the purple tie and the granddaddy purple. I mean, Snoop's dream that they do too. I mean, obviously, because Snoop's are just a G like that. <laughs> um, that is one of the only times that I like blue dream. I'm not a huge For blue sure, because it's but... like... You know, when I worked at Have a Heart back in 18, you know, 2018, that was like one of those, you know, Blue Dream was the, the jam, you know, is that rapper weed that everybody talked about. <laughs> and so it's like hella cool. And then, you know, you realize that it's like a super duper heavy, at least for me, you know, super duper heavy sativa. It doesn't, you know, it, it serves its place. But for me, sativas are just too, too much sometimes. You got to have that hybrid. Yeah, sativa's definitely a little racy for me. The Jack Carreras, the Green Cracks, surprisingly Narnia I can handle, but I do like the sativa hybrids. I struggle a lot with my depression, my anxiety, so those <coughs> those help, and the hybridness of a, of a nice sativa usually aids in the anxiety because I don't want my weed to give me anxiety. I have enough totally. of that on my own. Well, and I mean, most of us, especially in Seattle, are coffee drinkers. <laughs> So it's like, it doesn't make sense to have this super duper heavy sativa and then drink coffee because I'm sure you're like me that one cup is just kind of a teaser. So you got to have at least two oh, to yeah. start the day. So it's like, you know, two cups of coffee and some heavy sativa. I'm climbing the walls, you know. They call that a hippie speedball. Yeah, it's definitely a speedball for sure. <laughs> you know, it's a little too much for, for someone like myself or for you that, you know, we're a little bit already got that energy you know we, so we don't necessarily need the bit. coffee in Tall, the totally <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta bring it down a little bit um i mean i definitely say you know super duper smooth i really don't think i would say like i get like that fruity note of it but it definitely has like a smooth if, if purple was a taste <laughs> you know yeah. i always call it like yeah you could taste that purple in it but yeah it's more of like a a mild sweet than like an overpowered sweet it's not like a fruity sweet totally it's just a clean sweetness it's really nice earthy sweet there we go um but yeah i mean i'm not mad at that at all you know i could definitely kind of get that cookie heady you know like it. that that platinum cookie feel heady wise with like that granddaddy purple kind of from the neck down feel yeah, Granddaddy Purple is nice. To me, it's kind of like a purple punch. It's more of a sociable indica. It's something that you're going to be relaxed and chilling, but you're not knocked out. You're not super heavy, stony in the head. You can still talk. You can still have a good time. It's that good hanging out weed. The only problem I feel like with 
that particular strain more so than some of these others like especially with like the granddaddy purples and the purple punches is that a lot of times these farmers are like really trying hard to like cross breed them and change them from what they originally started as you know these like purple punch to me and granddaddy purple were always like super heavy 80 20 indicas where they're kind of leaning more i wouldn't say 50 50 is fair but probably like a 60 40 70 30 yeah but you're definitely getting that 20 to 30 on the sativa side that gives it like you said that kind of racy hippie speedball sorry that's just a really funny <laughs> term my fad i just the 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 visuals in my head are just banjos playing and it's just a bunch of hippies wiling out smoking jack career it's a kind of a beautiful uh visual in my head and very funny there there are worse things that have happened than that exact scenario I absolutely um, but no, I would agree. I mean, that you know what they say, everything's a hybrid these days. There is no Absolutely. true indica or sativa anymore. So Which makes it hard though. It it does. It makes it a little frustrating. I came from I came from bartending, you know? Everything is very strictly <coughs> monitored. For example, scotch. It's like you can call something single malt and it's technically scotch, but you can only call it scotch if it comes from Scotland. And totally. there is no regulation of that no. in the cannabis industry, which is just well, ridiculous just, i mean look at how many times we've seen wedding cake get flipped turned on its fucking shell and spun around again and an f8 you know pheno and that's this and then six is this and it's like well, man i get it but like at the same time i just wish like society that we just leave stuff the way it is when it works Quit yeah. tinkering with things. And especially, in, <laughs> you know, especially in with, cannabis, our, with our cannabis, for sure. Like, it's the strain of the moment. It's the strain of the moment. It's, and it's funny you said wedding cake, because wedding cake was the strain of the moment two years ago. And for now sure. people crap on it all the time. And I love wedding cake because it's a great pain reliever. It is, I have uh, early stages arthritis from years of gymnastics. And uh, it's such a nice, mellow, just pain reliever. And then people are like, you still like wedding cake? It's like, yeah. Well, the thing I've noticed with wedding cake too, though, is that, I mean, you've seen a lot more quote unquote real wedding cakes in packaging again, which I can't lie. I think it's kind of funny because it's like, well, what's the other wedding cake then? Is that the fake wedding cake? I mean, I get it. All my, you know, cannabis heads out there, bud tenders, et cetera, growers or whoever's listening to this. I get that before you roast me. We get why you're pointing that reel to the wedding cake because it's like, you know, it's an exotics thing. From what I've been told, that that's where it came from. Oh my God, like the guys in LA, the... Um, the, the Jungle Boys. Jungle so Boys. I've heard that that's where it's kind of originated from. I could be wrong, like I said. But that's the thing with but it's, cannabis. It was is... heavy, heavy indica. And then by the time it gets to us and, you know, up north, it, it's changed so many different times that oh. you have all these different variants of it. So it does make it hard, like going back to what you're saying as far as like, you know, if you're looking for like a heavy hitting indica, you know, sometimes you're not going to always get that like you used to. Yeah. Like it just seems like it was more regulated two years ago than it even is now like everybody i mean brunts is like the 21 <laughs> flavor don't, of the month flavor don't of the year. talk to me about runs right now but that's the flavor flavor for this year though everything is crossed with runs someone asked me about runs one more time i'm gonna lose it and you know what's funny about that though 99 percent of those runs don't even taste like runs to me nope so it's like don't tell me it's that because it don't taste like that it all tastes like cookies to me 
just another cookie shrink. But I'm tri- maybe I'm wrong or maybe my palate's messed up. But pro tip to all the growers out there, if you're listening, let's keep it real, man. Keep things the way they are. And it's cool to like expand the genetics. But whoever's doing like biscotti and stuff like that, I love you for that. Because like to me, that shit tastes, smells delicious. You know, like, you know, strings like that. Your lemons, your shortbreads, stuff like that. But, like, runs, it's like, man, you can't <laughs> tell if that's sativa, hybrid, or indica. You don't know which way it leans. If it's crossed with this pheno compared to this pheno. It's confusing for bud tenders. It's confusing for consumers. Too much mess in the in the medicine, you know? Like, we've got a good thing going. Let's just run with that and let it be what it is and let it yeah. run its course. Yeah, or you know? we need to focus more on consumer education. I feel like growers put this stuff out and they just assume that people know. And let me tell you, people do not. People are still understanding this industry it is still learning and growing i mean cbd was barely a thing 2016 and now it's huge it's huge now now we're getting cbg cbn thrown into it and it's like you think the average consumer who barely knows the difference between an indica and a sativa is researching super hard on terpenes or cannabinoids they're not and ooh, it's a lot on bud tenders well i mean you know that the cbd stuff is popping when you got cbd hemp and people are coming in dead ass looking you in the face and saying it works yeah you know like you know that there's like some obviously the cbd thing is a good thing for for all it, it doesn't it doesn't I, even need to be on i love a, cbd on a I, thc level you know if it, if it works for people that want to do the hemp like i'm cool with that i remember when i you know when i used to work as a bud tender I would find myself in my head getting slightly annoyed by that because I'm like, guys, you guys aren't getting what you're supposed to be getting, you know, all these medical benefits from this by going with hemp versus THC. But I get it. Older people sometimes are scared of it, you know? So it's like you got to baby step your way into some of this stuff. I suppose. Yeah, and people are scared of THC at all, not knowing that you need trace amounts of THC for CBD to work. And half of what you're going to buy in Fred Meyer is going to be snake oil oh for it's sure not gonna be what you're getting in a dispensary so and who knows i mean you could be getting sick off that stuff i mean if we're gonna really go down the rabbit hole here let's start talking about like vape cartridges and stuff like that like that's some scary stuff because i've talked to customers when i was in you know still doing bud tending and like people even outside of this industry like with the music stuff that i do that you know, tell me about bad experiences with cartridges, even to this day. Yeah. And shoot, I remember a year and a half ago when they pulled all that stuff off the shelves because of them adding things to it. But then it was like, what's going on now if people are still getting sick? I feel like they're kind of still going back to those same tactics. Because like you I said, feel like it's, it's scare regular. tactics because a lot of that what happened was it was teenagers buying black market carts that were getting totally. sick. So yes, of course they were sick. And infused with stuff that was bad for you. It You didn't buy it from a regulated shop like totally. you should have. It was a teenager acquiring product they should not have their hands on to begin with. And that's the thing that's scary is now all these kids are getting sick. So people freak out and they mm-hmm. heavily regulate it. But, you know, then there's Cupcake Vodka. Who, I don't know a single adult that buys that shit. So, mm, no. if we want to talk about marketed to kids. Probably there's, not. There's that. That doesn't so. even sound good with cotton mouth, to be completely honest. But... I mean, I I don't even drink, so, you know, there's that. So, yeah. I think we went off on a little tangent We definitely went on a tangent, but, you know, that's that's how it goes, you know? I mean, that that Candyland be talking now, you know? So, (laughs) 
the highs kind of settling in. You know, let's talk about your industry experience. You know, like where do you butt tend at? How long have you been there? You know, what's what's some of the, the interests that have piqued you? Uh, well, right now I'm at Greenside Recreational. I work at the Seattle location. We have two different locations, one in Seattle and one in Des Moines. I've been there since uh, November of 2020, so about eight-ish months. I like it. It's a smaller shop. I started working there because I used to work at Have a Heart, which is a large dispensary I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with. However, I got robbed. While I was at Have a Heart, I was actually filling in for a piece of shit co-worker's shift, and at about 11.37, Five men rolled into the store. <coughs> I was in the office. I was able to slam the door shut. And of course, these idiots didn't even have a single phone in the office. My phone was on the floor. And so my bud tender got held up at gunpoint. His till got taken. They took a bunch of product. Had my security guard at gunpoint. They were very planned out. Started yelling, go, go, go. Time to go. And they took off. And yeah, then I had a panic attack. <laughs> I mean, and shit. We, we ran out and... Uh, but the best part of all that was I had to close the next day. Me, the butt tender, and the security guard, who were all robbed, were made to close the next night. So, safe to say, about a month later, I just quit. It was no longer the place for me to be. So, I like Greenside a lot better. My manager, Sam, has been fantastic. She's really helped me build myself as a salesperson. I've been really thankful to be there. It was uh, much needed after freaking have a heart. I can only imagine that's not a situation that anybody would want to be in and incredibly freaking sorry for all that happening to you. Getting into one of the questions actually, you know, two negatives and a positive about this industry is that uh, one of the negatives is definitely it's a very white male business centered focus being the second state to legalize we did a lot of things wrong we focused on money um a lot of the men that own these dispensaries don't smoke weed and i used to bartend the best owners are alcoholics like you gotta love your product and so For when sure. they just view it as a way to make money they don't invest in these stores they don't care they literally just view it as a drug that we're lucky we even get to do and so they just make money off of it and it's it's frustrating because the bud tenders care and you're just stuck with not a lot of uh freedom or control and these people that don't care just reap your profits i mean most of the times you probably even see that in a lot of the buyers too. I mean, not at every shop. To be fair, to the to the to oh, yeah. listeners, because no, I, 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 I have some homies yeah, that yeah. are buyers in the city, and they they're doing a great job. You know, shout out to my man Sam at the Reef. Oh yeah, we love the Reef. And you know, they're, like they're they're, 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 they're killing it. You know, the buyers for freedom, they're killing oh, it. Yes. You know, bakery. Shout out to Benito. But oh. yeah, I mean, there's a money grab in a lot of cases, and it shows, and it's sad. Because I think that what it was intended to be got overtaken by greed like anything else in our society when you see a chance to make a lot of money. So it's like, well, can't really blame people, but it's just like... they invested a little more. They could make way more money if well, they cared a little more. Yeah, so that that's one negative, I guess. Another one would be our consumption laws, just the restrictive buying we have to do. 
like I said, I've been a bartender for a while, and uh, so I've been very used to the LCD and their strictness. Um, and I, I definitely agree with it to a certain extent. You know, if you're, you can't consume till you're 21, like, make sure minors are not entering this space. But the restrictive buying, only an ounce, and then the way that they do edibles by weight instead of by milligrams, there's these Sinners and Saint shots by uh, Evergreen Herbal, and so they're two ounces, 100 milligrams. Since the weight limit is 72 ounces, I could buy 36 of those and have 3,600 milligrams. But in comparison to, say, a raised lemonade, which is, I think, like five or six ounces, or, I thought it was a full if, bottle. Oh, it might be more. No, I don't know. Oh, it's, I, I think I it's 12 ounces, actually. See, I thought it was, <laughs> yeah, because I thought it was like a, like oh. a full, like, bottle size. It yeah, is I think a full bottle. I think it it's might 12 be 12 ounces. ounces. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But see, then, so yeah, then you can only buy six is. of those. So then that's only 600 milligrams, and so it's like you're not restricting the amount, because you can buy two ounces for 3,600 totally. milligrams, or you could buy six for, and it's just like, all right, that doesn't make much sense, guys. You can walk into a liquor store and buy as much as you want and nobody's gonna say boo the sad reality possibly could be that that's why you're dealing with people that make those laws that probably don't partake in that oh, partake in the others so they don't you know they all. they obviously put up like more of a clamp on the shit that they don't mess with versus like but we need our booze so like let's like you know let's fall back on those laws a little bit to make it easier and like we can have more because we're you know most of us are pretty greedy you know, yeah. Well, LCDs all ex cops, so of course. And that too, that part. They're gonna be strict on cannabis. That part. I I already know all that from just the club shit. Because yeah, they're all firemen and police officers. You're totally right. Yeah. All right. Well, how about a positive though? Yeah. <laughs> With all that, how about a positive? Yeah. Let's flip it. Let's let's flip let's it. flip this. You let's flip what? this turtle. The positive. I I get to talk about weed all day. Like, are you kidding me? That's amazing. I I get to have people come in and ask me. I get to stand there for 10 minutes if there's no one else in the store, like just go through, educate them. I get to tell them how cannabis helps. It's helped me so much. I use it medicinally as well as recreationally. I have stomach issues. I have depression. I have anxiety. I take supplements daily with CBG, which is uh, essentially a happy CBD. It's the mother cannabinoid. It's where everything comes from, actually. I can talk in circles about it all freaking day. It's just, it's so cool there's so much room to grow as uh state legalization spreads federal legalization there's just going to be so much more opportunity you know i feel like i've and i've said this for years you know it's like once that old blood dies off in the south you know that that's actually in charge of shit then i think that you'll start seeing like this newer generation of leaders whether they're right left republican democrat whatever you want to can call it but we ain't going there but you know i think it's just a situation that they it's going to be you know a lot more accepted nationwide i should say i was going to say statewide but nationwide um i think what is it like two-thirds of adults support cannabis legalization at this point it's just it's the small minority holding on to power as always oh for sure things will change though We're going to start with the, the two positives. Well, I'd say it definitely loosened us up. Definitely. Uh, we, at the beginning <laughs> of this, I think we were both maybe not necessarily nervous, but we are waking bakers. For and sure. to save this for our first high of the day at 2 p.m. was, I think it was a, a lot tall to task. ask. <laughs> yes, very tall task. So yeah. to finally smoke it, I mean, you can definitely 
feel that it is a stimulating head. It is a euphoric mood. I very much happy girl right now. <laughs> I would say the same, you know, the same, but I mean, I'm not going to use that as like my, my two positives. I would definitely say, you know, the, the taste is certainly there. I've always been a big fan of Granddaddy Purple. Like I said earlier, the, the purple tie too, you know, that, that Jason does for Treehawk. To me, is like kind of in that same lane, even though it kind of isn't, but it kind of is to me. You know, I mean, that's the thing, you know, I mean, it's like with bud tenders and like just as consumers in general, it's all going to affect us a little bit differently. Just like the way our body chemistry reacts to things is going to be different from individual to individual. You know, with the price point, I mean, it's, you know, you get what you're paying for. On you know, Normally, I would be used to paying 50 for an eighth for Treehawk, but actually, you know, from trees, you know, it's only 45. So, I mean, knowing that's 45 is even better definitely worth it for the for the 45 for sure effect wise it i'm chilling we kind of joked about it and said it's enough like that i can you know feel like i could pass out right now because it's just very relaxing i would say like the only negative for me is that goes back to like just the way it affects everyone differently but i've always been kind of messed up with how the labeling system that jason does with treehawk stuff because it it just affects me different. With the, with this Candyland cookies, it's always been labeled as like a sativa hybrid. And to me, it definitely has more indica leaning factors and principles to me. It's just way more chill. And normally I kind of lean like more towards like an indica than a sativa. But like with this, I feel like I would be, you know, I'm ready to go eat some fucking tacos now. <laughs> got the munchies. Well, so, so like yeah. you, you say you could go to sleep. I, I say I could get up and go do things. Like I'm, totally. I'm stony in the head, but For like sure. I, I would love to go walk down and get like some Gainsboro right now. But I don't even think they're open yet. Just a lamb burger sounds amazing. I am. It might be the rain though too, man. I'm definitely hungry. It's that Seattle um, rain though. But that's but, but that's super like chill, though. the fun beast of of cannabis is, totally. is it really does affect everybody differently it's why i never well i can't say never i definitely judge customers based on how they smoke but um <laughs> if their experience isn't the the same as mine i'm not going to judge them for that just because it does affect everybody differently for sure this is definitely a euphoric hazy strain for me something similar but better i would say like a dutch treat or a tropicana Ooh, a cookies because of the tangy in it that would add totally. add some more energy to but it but cookies is like a, another one of those sometimes though too that to me personally depending on the farm can lean a little on the indica side it more does, of the sativa but it does depend on how much safe play. yeah how much cookies versus how much tangy true is in that's always like a favorite of mine even when i come see you that's always one that i'm asking about you know it's like because that's yeah. always like a good like okay this is not going to be like straight down the line sativa but it's going to have some of those characteristics but not fully i would say another one for me along that lane would be probably like you know like a gorilla glue like a true gorilla glue four because those ones are always like you know supposed to be you know sativa leaning too but that that can lock you on the couch if you're not careful i'd say eight out of ten eight out of ten on the effects okay I can agree with that. Smell was nice. I feel bad rating the smell, just like I said with my palate not being as refined as I like. I would say a 7 out of 10 on the smell. I would have liked something a little sweeter. No, for sure. 
definitely doesn't have the super fruity kind of flavor to it but i mean it is what you're getting which you know if it's a cookies cross you shouldn't be really getting that anyway like yeah. unless you said you know like with tropicana cookies it's a little bit different i would say appearance wise it looks great in the jar I, i'm always like a big fan of you know what i like to call those fat sausage nugs they all look good they all kind of look like little babies you know that you don't want to break one of these open because they all look great it's like you know that old school kind of vibe to it like we're you're not just getting like one fat nug in the jar and that's it. Like yeah. sometimes I like that and other times I don't. It I'm depends school, on though. the farm. And true. And the nice thing about Treehawk is they're they're hand watered, they're hand trimmed. So yeah. You get that. Like there's a reason you're paying there's a little more love to it. 50. Totally, for sure. I mean, they even use the integrated pest management. So they use the good bugs. So they mm -hmm. release so release good bugs onto the plants to eat the bad bugs, so they're pesticide free. I'd give it I mean if I was rating this out of ten on appearance i'd give it a definitely an eight yeah i think a solid eight across the board for sure taste you know i'd probably lean, i'd lean probably more towards a nine i don't know if it's maybe just because it's the first time of the day but i think that with candyland cookies you know i've i've smoked this in the past that it's always what it is which is nice because a lot of times with these farms when they keep their what I like to call house strings on deck. You know, sometimes I feel like they can kind of lose its flavor or their luster from time to time. But it's always it's always there for me. So the taste definitely a nine on that. Smells always there. I would say probably you know an eight on all around as well. All right. So now that you know we're kind of chilling and feeling good. Got a couple Q and A's for you. I'm not gonna try to stump you too hard or anything, but you know, just make things interesting. You know, when it comes to customers, what bothers you the most? Kind of when they just refuse to listen. If you wanna be a classic smoker, not pay super close attention to terpenes because you've smoked longer than I've been alive, that is fine. Just don't tell me I'm wrong. The science has progressed farther. There's a reason it smells like strawberries because terpenes are also found in strawberries. And we finally have the science to bring that out in cannabis. So if you don't want to listen to me, that's great. Just don't be rude about it. Honestly, you can use me and abuse me. If you say please and thank you, I'm fine with it. Just don't be rude. With that being said, <laughs> how about with stoners? I kind of hate when stoners gatekeep. One of the reasons I didn't get into cannabis for a while was just this huge stoner bro culture that they have. It's a lot of Rick and Morty paraphernalia. It's a lot of, yeah, bro, you, you try this, you try that. Like, it's that rapper weed. I See, I can't even say it right. I sound, <laughs> it sounds wrong when I talk about it. <laughs> it's... I like I delicate do. feminine stuff. I like, you know, it's a female yeah, plant. Totally. And, and I feel like it's been a little gatekept by men. And um, so I just kind of hate when they gatekeep. And I mean, even back to that dude when I was younger who said it wasn't attractive that I didn't know how to roll joints. It's like, don't tell me how to smoke. I don't tell you how to smoke. Not every stoner is the same. We're, we're all different. We all enjoy it differently. We all smoke for different reasons. There's... What? So many possibilities with this plan. Just just don't be a gatekeeper. Welcome everybody. Totally. Welcome everybody to the circle. Totally. What's your go-to strain right now? A good sativa hybrid. I really like something to get me up and going. If people are familiar with K-Savage. Ooh, uh, K-Sav. They got a strain called Angela, which is their that sort of... Angela. Their twist on Tropicana cookies. It's a 
tangy and triangle cush cross and on their website they even call it your new girlfriend which is exactly it's a banger it's how i sell it to customers i call her my girlfriend and she really is it's it's definitely the one though for sure anybody out there in the the washington state definitely uh get your hands on that k savage angela that is the one what would you say are some of your favorite activities to do when you're stoned Oh, I love, I love a good role-playing video game. I especially love The Sims. I'm not going to lie. On my day off, I talk to people 40 hours a week. On my days off, I will sit down and play The Sims for 10 hours. Uh, and then I will ignore it for four months. But it's just, it's nice. You build a little house. You have fun. I've played it since I was a kid. You I got... can't lie. I didn't even know they still date it. Oh, yeah. Sims 4. <laughs> I have all the expansion packs. Oh, my God. It is probably the nerdiest thing about me besides my Harry Potter tattoo. Um... <laughs> so, uh, for, for Christmas, then, I just buy you some expansion packs for Sims, then? 100%. That's, yes. what, that's how it oh, goes? Yeah. Okay. If you, an origin gift card is fantastic. Oh, Thank okay. You. Yeah. Noted. <laughs> send it um what are some of your favorite shows to watch right now honestly it depends on my mood uh and it depends on what strain i smoke sometimes i smoke something and i want to have the giggle sometimes i'll smoke and i just want to focus so i for my serious show i've been watching the handmaid's tale and for my funny show high maintenance it is literally about a drug dealer in new york he bikes around it's funny it's short how many seasons are there though I think like four. Because I know I started watching it and it came back, right? I believe so. Okay. Four plus a web series. Okay. I need to like go back and watch it though because I started watching that too and it was pretty dope. Oh, or uh, Aquafina is Nora from Queens. Okay. Um, it's a little too real. It, it, it hits. <laughs> it just hits the right spot. It does. So right now, what would you say is your favorite song to smoke to so actually, there's this company called Smoke Break Co. S M K B R K C O on Spotify, and so they have all these playlists that are about an hour or so long, and they're cultivated to different uh, strain types. So they have a little description, and they'll be like, "This is a good wake and bake playlist. This is a good uh, get you going. This is a good romance playlist." So it's just like whatever vibe you want to feel. Uh, you can do and they have uh, i think over a hundred right now oh wow okay um, so i've i've been liking them on spotify nice um what's some some advice you would give to bud tenders or you know cannabis consumers or customers honestly do your own research pay attention to what you're smoking a huge regret i have was just being a blase consumer. I mean, I just make an online order of a bunch of pre-rolls, a Pax pod, and an eighth once a week. Just roll in, get it. Oh, I like sativa hybrids and an indica eighth. Get me this. And then just not even think about it and just kind of be perma-fried. And that's how I dealt with everything. And since being a bud tender, it's been a lot easier since I am working with it every day. But I mean, as a customer, talk to your bud tender, listen to them. They smoke weed for a living. They love to talk about it. I get people <laughs> apologizing Max. to me for asking questions. And it's like, look, I get to talk about weed for a living. I think I said this earlier. I just, I can never get over it. Do a little bit of research into what works for you. Have maybe a little sheet of paper uh, where you write down what strains you like and why you like them. And so that way you can 
can have uh, highs you like and feelings you can describe when you go in and you're not just like, uh, I don't know, this is cool. And I have some people that will refuse to smoke anything but one particular strain. You gotta mix it up though. That's like doing anything more than <clears throat> once or just doing the same thing all the time, I would feel like. Yeah, and I mean, I have a friend who she only smokes exactly one strain because it is the only strain she's found that doesn't give her true. anxiety. Yeah, that, that is true. So in that regard, that. but it's... It's rare. Not everybody is it's, like that. And, and it's, it's the people that will refuse or they treat me like I don't know what I'm talking about. And I just want to be like, all right, go clock in then since you know so much. But yeah, just <laughs> have patience too. I mean, this is something you can use medicinally and not every medicine is going to work right for you. It's, you know, when you're in therapy and you're on different prescriptions, you maybe try a few different ones before you find the right one. You know, just because one doesn't work doesn't mean they all won't work. You know, just if you find something that didn't work, explain why and your bud tender will work with you to find something that works for you so i would just say be patient listen do your research be a conscious consumer i mean i think that's definitely fair i mean it's almost like anything in life you know with the access of the internet and things like that that shouldn't be it's kind of a no-brainer <laughs> to kind of do a little bit of research i'm sure nine times out of ten if someone comes in kind of green face, don't know what they want, and then they're like, hey, you know, I want a drink. You kind of feel it out a little bit and still a little bit of trust into you to yeah. know what you're doing, you know what I mean? So it kind of feels like it should carry over into that too. But At least that's kind of what the sort of shit I Even with bartending, into. if someone didn't know what they wanted and I'd be like, all right, well, what's a base liquor I can start with? Totally. I don't know. You choose. And I'm like, I swear to God, I'm going to punch you. No, I definitely like, had I that need, in my experience too. I need sure. a base liquor. To, I need a small thing to start with and so when a customer comes in and they're like hey pick me out something great and I go cool do you want something uplifting <laughs> energetic relaxing sleepy and they're like you pick and I just want to be like all right you picked a hundred dollar egg though <laughs> JK so yeah I guess that would just be it be a conscious consumer do you see yourself going long term with this or like what are some of your future plans moving forward i would like to stay in this industry i do enjoy it for as much of the negatives that we were just talking about it there are a lot of positives there's a lot of room for growth there are companies that are doing fantastic that are supporting equity in this industry that are trying to break through the restrictive laws that we have here i would like to stay here i don't want to be pushed out on principle by crappy people it's you know i'm here to stay like to work for maybe a different shop i don't have anything against greenside in particular they are just smaller they're not exactly lined up with what i want to do it's a not a lot of room to grow there like I said, with it being smaller, but I'm, I'm not talking crap on them, I promise. Uh, they're just probably not what's going to be in my future. But I, I think running my own shop or owning my own shop, just l lining up with somebody and just trying to push forward equity in this industry, that is what I'm really focused on. I would like to bring people of color to the forefront of the conversation, women of color to the forefront of the conversation, you know, women hopefully not centering on white women but just bringing more minorities forward because it is a very white male dominated industry at the moment i'm not really sure how to do that it's still a new industry for me but i like bud tending i think it can help me learn i get to talk to consumers i get to find out what they like i have you know my own very strong opinions on what i look for in brands hell yeah well, I wish you all the luck, my friend. 
All of the luck in the world. All the luck. All right, and that wraps up our episode of One Strain at a Time. Please follow us on Instagram at O-S-A-A-T Podcast. We want to give a huge thank you to our listeners and, of course, to our wonderful guest, Megan, for her time and insights and, of course, our sponsor, 421store.com. Don't forget to use discount code O-S-A-A-T to get 20% off your next order. We'll talk soon, folks. Till then, bye-bye.